Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. I'm Anthony Kent, and I'm just delighted that you've joined us today. Whether you're a pastor, a volunteer leader in your church, or even if you're just interested in ministry, Ministry in Motion is for you. Today's topic is an exciting topic. It's how to build a vibrant health ministry in a local church. And we have two gifted people to present this topic for us today. One is very well known to you, Derek Morris, our co-host. Thanks, Derek, for joining Happy us. Happy to be here. And Bodil, your lovely wife, thanks for, for being here. Okay. Now, when it comes to launching a vibrant health ministry in a local church, this is something that you, you know about, you've had experience with. You didn't acquire this information just by thumbing through a manual or reading a book. Just share a little about your experience. Well, I've been blessed to see what we're talking about happen. Mm -hmm. And it's convinced me that it's actually what Jesus wants us to be doing. We're going to talk about some of the reasons in just a minute. But to witness a miracle and see people in a community being blessed. Mm -hmm. You know, one time someone asked, if the church shut down, would anybody in the community notice? Even notice. If, yeah. And I think if we, we have a vibrant health ministry to our community, the answer is absolutely they would notice. Mm. They would be saying, what happened? This is a place where we can experience wholeness and healing, uh, which is what I believe Jesus wants. Right. So a church doesn't need to be a hospital, a local church without being a hospital, can have a, a vibrant health ministry. Yeah, obviously. So, Derek, we, we talked a little before, and you talked about the importance of having a clear vision in starting a health ministry. Unpack that for us, will you? Well, some years ago, my wife was asked to, to lead uh, a health ministry in, in a large and growing church. And... Uh, started thinking about how, how do you do that? And I think uh, maybe she'd like to share that, that key foundation because where do you begin with, with motivating people that this is something that should even happen? Yeah. Badil, where do we begin? Well, um, if we look at Matthew 10, 7 and 8, right. it says, as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then it adds, heal the sick, cleanse lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely have you received, freely give. Hmm. You know, I think we've done pretty, we've at least focused on preach. Yes. We, yes. This is the 12 being sent out. Yes. Yeah. We focus on the good news that God loves the world. He sent his own son, John mm. 3, 16. Mm. And that's really important news. But in, I was going to say, almost in the same breath, Jesus, having said, proclaim the kingdoms at hand, then he says, heal. Yes. Uh, you, to have a healing ministry, or, or to use an expression, to extend the healing ministry that, that Jesus had. Mm. And I, I think we've, we've not always been as aware of that essential second part of the commission. Yeah. So it was these verses that really set your vision in place and, uh, and gave you a mandate, in, in a sense, to, to launch a health ministry in a, in a local church. Mm -hmm. I, and I think that, for me at least, I had recognized that there is a supernatural dimension 
James 5 says, is anyone feeble or weak? Call the elders, let them pray over her or pray mm. over him anointing with oil. Mm. Mark 6, 13 says that the disciples anointed many mm. and healed them. Yes. So we, we believe that. We believe in, in the power of anointing in Jesus' name. And that's certainly part, because people say, well, we're we talking about miracles here. Yes. I, I think, yes, that's part of, of, a, of a comprehensive health ministry. Mm. But it's also teaching people how to make healthy choices and uh, helping them to care for the gift of their health that God has given to them. Right, okay, okay. So let's just backtrack here. You, you're starting this new ministry in the church. You have your vision. You have a, a clear mandate from the, the Word of God that our, our role is not just to preach and to proclaim, as good as it is, the message of Jesus, but there is a healing ministry. What comes next after that clear vision? Well, I want to ask, I mean, Bodil, you've, you've talked in a lot of places, uh, both in North America and around the world. It, is the vision clear? Do you think, you know, it, is there a clear vision or do we need to really help people to see this is something Jesus wants us to do? What do you think? Well, we were just in South Africa and the leadership there has a clear vision for health ministry. And so they're training and giving things to their pastors and encouraging. And there's a, um, I guess, a positive attitude towards it. Okay. So some places have a clear vision. Right. We're, and it, they're making it a priority. Right. It was and interesting. The, the person yes. that felt so passionately about it was a key administrator who asked to also have responsibility for health ministry. Right. He actually asked because he felt this was so important. Um, maybe we should ask the viewers of Ministry of Motion, how is it in their local church? Because my guess is there are some places where the vision's really clear. Mm. And there are other places that would say, well, that's what you do at a clinic or a hospital. Yes. A church what, why would a church be involved in helping people to be healthy? Yeah, yeah. So we have the vision. We've seen examples where leadership takes it on board. You as a local pastor had a vision and began implementing it. What did you do next when you had that vision? What came next? I actually think that the lay people had the vision. Ah, before uh, you did. Yeah, and that brings us, maybe Bodell can bring the second key a component of, a, of launching a vibrant health ministry because some people, you, you kind of put a dream team together, yeah. what happened next? Well, the key is pastoral support. Okay. The second key component. Yeah. Okay. If you don't have that, if, you, if you're a lay person and you want to do health ministries and you talk to your pastor and he just ignores you, <laughs> you nothing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, this pastoral support, I think that's an important point. Why don't we just explore that a little more straight after this brief break? We'll be right back with more of Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is launching a vibrant health ministry in a local church. Our guests, 
Derek and Bodil Morris. Now, just before the, the, the break, we were looking at the importance of pastoral support. If there's a, a volunteer in the church who is eager to mm -hmm. have a health ministry, mm -hmm. how important is it that the pastoral team be supportive of this? It's um, imperative. Um, I had one lady come and tell me, she said, I want, I want to do health ministry in my church, but I have absolutely no pastoral support. Mm. So she was pretty discouraged. Yeah. And um, I talked to another lady who is in health ministry. She said, pastors can undermine the health program real fast if they're not on board. Yeah, yeah. And that's not doing it. It's no. not the pastors doing it. It's just being supportive. Right. Like in church, you know, and announcing or just being on board. Yeah. You know, and, makes and a huge difference. Rather than at times we, we might be, I guess, in a, in a candid moment, uh, we might not prioritize health too well. We may even put it down subtly. Um, but instead, yeah, even if the just, pastor can speak positively about that's it. That's right, like, um, like rolling their eyes or something, you know. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. in contrast, you've got the example that Bodil quoted in South Africa, where you've got a leader, actually mm -hmm. this was a leader of pastors, wow. who's so positive and mm -hmm. helping resources and training, we'll come to some of those things later, but you know, that, that's just like wind in the sails mm. of, a, of a lay health ministries leader yeah. to, to yeah. see that kind of pastoral or strong lay leadership support yeah. for the mission, which has a clear biblical mandate. The mm. vision is right there in, in the teaching of Jesus. Right. It's not something they just made up. Okay. So we've, we've found that we need a clear vision, which the New Testament gives us, the Bible gives us. We found that we need pastoral support, not expecting the pastor to, to, to be the icebreaker and the lead in this, but at least supportive of it. Okay. What, what other support do we need to, to have or who, who, who else do we need to have on board for a health ministry to kick off? Um, we need professional support. Okay. And which professionals in particular? Um, doctors, nurses, anyone really in the medical profession or anybody interested in nutrition or that has done study in that area. Um, yeah, utilizing resources, maybe in the community if you don't have them all in your own church. Right. And you know, I learned two powerful lessons, Anthony, as I saw the miracle unfold uh, with a dynamic team. I happened to be related to, to the leader of that team which is one of the reasons I was supportive, but mm -hmm. I'm learning how important that is, even if you're not related to the leader. Yeah. But I, I learned two vital lessons about professional support. First, if there's a clear vision and pastoral support, there are professionals who will actually move to that area, actually engage with that church in the clear biblical vision of not only preaching the gospel, but extending the healing ministry of Christ. They'll, they'll, they'll move from other parts of the country even, or other parts of the city, because leaders want to lead. Mm. And if these, if these professionals who are leaders, if they see a clear vision and, and pastoral support, they'll actually come and join uh, and invest their ministry they will. In, in that program. That was the first thing I learned. And the mm -hmm. second thing, that Bodil alluded to is there may be professionals in the community 
who are not part of your church fellowship. Yeah. But they see what you're doing and say, that is good. Mm. That is needed. Mm. And they will offer, I think of a free medical clinic that uh, we were involved with, where people who had no connection with the church offered to be involved because they believed it was important. So that ought to be an encouragement to lay leaders who say, where do we find the professional support? Mm, mm. Now, I imagine that what you actually do with this uh, health ministry in a local church will be largely de determined by the professionals who are around, who can support, and the interest in the particular area of, of the church. But define a little more for us. What are we talking about with this health ministry? Are we talking about surgery? Are we talking about, you know, <laughs> yeah. microsurgery? Um, you know, tell us a little more. Define it for us. Um, health programs, like where you talk about diseases, maybe. To okay, the disease prevention programs. Yes, to teach okay. people. Health fairs where, uh, or expos where people can go through and um, find out what their risks are. Okay. And um, then, raising awareness yes, and so forth. Yes. Yes. Get their blood pressure, maybe find out they're hypertensive and, and save their life, you know. Sure. Um, exercise programs where right. you're encouraging exercise yeah. uh, activity yeah. in, your, in your congregation and anybody else that wants to, to join in that. Um, cooking schools. Fantastic. We did one once a, once a month. Right, the first okay. Thursday of every month. And so it gets on the radar, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing that Bodil uh, um, discovered uh, and modeled, which, which I thought was a, a powerful learning, is rather than finding a program and asking someone to run it, you did something else, which, which, which sounds so simple. Right. But, but it worked. Mm -hmm. Identifying people and discovering what their passion was. Okay. And then Derek used the imagery before, giving wind behind the sail. So a young physician who was training for a marathon yes. and, and a, a former Marine, or I guess you're never former, but a, a, an ex-Marine, ex-active Marine, mm -hmm. who were both training, mm -hmm. started a fitness program, wow. which could include people of limited ability who would walk, fast walkers, then runners, bikers, everybody got involved. But finding a professional who has a passion mm. and asking them to, to work with that passion rather than trying to fit a square peg into a round hole? Exactly, yeah. And I can imagine the, the interest from the community would have been extraordinary, I guess. You know, the numbers of people that responded. Anybody can come. Yeah. Any age, any acti activity level, babies pushed in strollers, kids on bikes. Fantastic, yeah. yeah. Well, we want to explore this a little more, the how-to of launching this vibrant health ministry. We'll be right back with more of Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is how to launch a vibrant health ministry in your local church. Our guests today, Derek and Bodil Morris. Now, just share with us, when you were launching this ministry in a local church, where did you go for resources? What resources were available to you and are still available? I think that's a really important question because uh, as you identify willing leaders, mm -hmm. uh, many times they're like, 
how can I get some training? Yes. Yeah. So we started at our church, um, the NAD Health Summit was offered right there in, in Orlando, Florida. It's somewhere in the country once a year, and we happen to be down, down the street from that. Okay, and so this is the NAD Health Summit. Can anyone go to that? Yes, yes. Many countries, even as far away as your homeland of Australia. They'll let Australians go? Absolutely, and, and I think the key is what they do there. It's not just um, interesting talks. Right, right, right. So we had some people get trained in regeneration ministry. Someone, some people got trained in depression recovery, and some people get trained in creation health. And there's all these different ways, oh, and the health, expo or the health fair right. so we at the beginning we started by getting people in our church interested in those specific uh, programs training in those areas okay well as a service to our viewers we, we might uh, put a link on on our website ministryinmotion.tv to the NAD health summit so that people can track this and, and use that resource themselves. And, and what happens, Anthony, when they attend, and they, they could look up other training programs in their part of the world, but when they attend that, they're also networking with other people. They're also discovering other resources. So, for example, they may go to do depression recovery mm. and may learn about creation health, yeah. which talks about healthy choices and, and so on. So it may develop other interests for new ministries in the health ministry area. Yeah. Now, there's a question I'm dying to ask you, and that is, how, how broad was the appeal of this health ministry that, that you started in the local church? Was the interest just confined to a minority in the community who are health orientated, or were you finding that it, it opened a lot of doors to a lot of people in the, in the community? I think we, it opened up doors in every area that we did it. Um, the depression recovery, there's an incredible number of people that struggle with that or have people in their families that struggle with that were very interested in that. And um, the, the, um, the cooking school that we have, that we had once, once a month, we'd have people looking to find out how to do plant-based cooking and then find out that's the only one in the area and right. then they'd show up. In fact, they had an advertisement one time and this man and his young daughter came. She was like 10 or 12 and we welcomed him and said, oh, how'd you find out about it? He says, well, I'm actually here for my daughter. She's decided to be a vegetarian. You're kidding. This is a 10-year-old kid. Yeah. yeah. And you know, one other thing, I know we're short on time here, but that really is important and I think the reason, sometimes people start like a racehorse running out of the gate yes. and, and they don't have a fifth essential component because w this is crucial mm -hmm. in order to have maximum impact and also to sustain a vibrant health ministry. Okay, okay. So that's sustaining and, and persevering and keeping going. Well, I, I think it, my wife maybe can share what it is, but I mean, it's, it's vitally important. It's following up. Okay. Following up with the people who come and encouraging them to come to other programs and following up with the people who are leading out in your church. Right. How, how did you follow up? How did you find the, the most effective method to follow up? To follow up with the people that came yes. to the program? Yes. Getting their emails, getting them on an email list, sending out when, when things are happening. Okay. And the sheet that we would, you'd pass out with all of the different programs, divorce recovery, 
exercise. The children. Kind of like a menu. Cooking school. Right, okay. And so just keeping the community informed about what you were doing. And then to support the team too. Yeah. We would get together with a team because everybody's doing a different area. All oh, right. And okay. we would get together and. So it was a team working together yes, rather than just. Very much so. An individual based. And they would even invite the pastor to participate Fantastic. because pastoral support is important even in the follow up. Derek Bodil, thanks so much. We really appreciate this. How to launch a vibrant health ministry. We're glad that you've joined us for this issue of Ministry in Motion. We'd like to invite you to come back and watch more of Ministry in Motion. You're welcome to visit our website, ministryinmotion.tv. There you can see all of our previous programs archived and you can watch those 24-7. Now, if you're a pastor, we have a special offer that you may be eligible to receive. We have good friends at Ministry Magazine. Ministry Magazine is a professional journal for pastors. It's sent to pastors in more than 200 countries around the world. It's been a blessing since 1928. If you'd like to be considered for a complimentary uh, subscription to, to Ministry Magazine, email us at uh, feedback at ministryinmotion.tv uh, and there, tell us about your ministry experience, where you're pastoring, tell us about your church and what you're doing. Ministry in Motion is here for you and we seek to be a blessing for you and your ministry.